What's up, guys? This is John Nelson, and you are listening to the Starting Block Podcast. Guys, this is a show for complete athletic development. Our objective here is to give you the tools to win, whether you are the athlete, the parent, or the coach. Today is Saturday Sermon, and it's been a minute since we have done this particular type of episode. As we talked about, guys, I'm not just going to record this episode just to put content out there. I don't believe in that. If I put something out there, I want to be able to stand behind it, and I want it to provide value and bring you something. Today, we're going to get right to the point. If you don't know how our show works or if you're new to it, um, please go to one of our other episodes because this is not the episode I break that down. Today, I want to talk about um, the mentality of overcoming an injury and your mindset um, when you are injured. And this is really whether you're you know, an athlete. I think you know, we're talking a little bit about athletes you know, in our show, um, but also whether you're just uh, you know, you're a, you're a weekend warrior, um, you know, mom, dad, general fitness, what have you. Uh, the mentality in overcoming an injury, I think, is arguably just as important, if not more important, than the actual process of the rehab, um, whatever it is that you decide to do. Now, normally these episodes are a solo cast, but we're doing something a little bit different today, and I'm bringing on one of my athletes that I have worked with since she was uh, probably in seventh or eighth grade. One of my favorites, one of my athletes that still frustrates me the most, though. <laughs> I want to welcome MTSU soccer star and legend, <laughs> Liza Slavansky. What's up, Liza? Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining today. I, I, I give you a lot of grief over the years, but, uh, you know, we love you and appreciate you coming on the show today because I think you got some really valuable info. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so, um, guys, I'm going to... Uh, kind of share Liza's story a little bit and then she'll she's going to jump in as well and so Liza what you and I uh, probably been together working on since you were what seventh eighth grade something yeah like that. I think it was eighth grade back in the yeah. old old gym <laughs> yeah the old the original place yeah. yes so for those of you that don't know um you know those of you listeners across the uh, the pond and everything we've we've actually been in a couple different facilities um you know but we started in a really 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 small spot like a 500 square foot like office space and yeah yes. I seem to remember that's where you started um so Eliza is from uh, the Mid-South area, and she's a uh, soccer player. And, you know, you're, you're humble, but I, I, I'll speak for you on this and say that Eliza is a phenomenal soccer player who came out of this area. And, you know, she has suffered some injuries over the years. And, you know, some when we were together and some when we weren't together. But, you know, we've we've been a part of the process, um, you know, the rehab process of the training process. And I think she brings a lot of good experience, um, you know, in um, helping you with the mindset of it. So tell people real quick, just a short breakdown of what you have gone through over the last couple of years and kind of this last one that really shifted your mentality. Yeah. So in high school, um, I, it was my freshman year. I tore my ACL and meniscus. And then after that, I was a sophomore in college and I tore my meniscus again. And then I've also had a stress fracture in my foot. And then my latest injury was a stress fracture in my femur. And so with that one, I was out for nine months. And that one was probably the toughest one. Um, definitely wasn't expecting that going into my senior season. So it was it was hard mentally and physically. Yeah, so I can imagine. And I feel like that was the that was one of the ones that I, I felt like I saw the biggest shift in your mentality. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's why I think you're gonna bring some valuable insight to, you know, to people because 
When we're, we're trying to recover from an injury, obviously, you know, we're not getting into the medical side of it. Listen to what your doctors, PTs, you know, every, rehab, everybody says about that. But the mindset plays a huge part of this. And there's a few key points that I want to hit on. And, you know, one of them is being, okay, we have to understand that the process and the mentality after an injury, like, it can be the greatest or worst thing that's ever happened to you, just depending on how you perceive that. And I think this femur issue that you had – your mentality ended up becoming the greatest thing that has happened to you. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can easily fall into like the victim mindset. And with that, um, I think I realized with this injury, like I could control my thoughts and my actions and how I perceived like rehab and trying to come back. And so I think you've said it a bunch and I've heard other people say it, but like you have to find your why. And so I think through this injury, I just found my why and my purpose and like why why did I want to come back from this injury so bad and that was because of my teammates like they I wanted to be back on that field with them so yeah absolutely you have to have your why you have to have that envision because if you let the injury consume you whether it's your first or your fifth time you know getting injured whatever or even if you're the weekend warrior who just threw their back out you know working in the yard without that why it's going to be very difficult to recover all right um and having the why and that image is extremely important because motivation is very fleeting. There's going to be days that you're motivated. There's going to be days that you're not motivated. More often than not, we're probably not going to be motivated, especially in the society that we currently live in where there's this demoralization approach with everything, and that's a whole other subject. But we live in a society where you know, motivation is almost frowned upon these days. Um, you, you're looked at as too aggressive or whatever. And so motivation is going to be fleeting. So having that vision and purpose of what you're trying to accomplish and why you're doing this can really help take you, you know, a lot further than not having it. So yeah, that's kind of number one. Um, I think number two is going to, and that actually that bleeds into like having the positive attitude about it, right? Because mm -hmm. motivation is going to, you know, fleet, be, be fleeting. So having that why helps you maintain a positive attitude. I think another point that we need to touch on is, is being intelligent and seeking an understanding of how your body works. And that's something that's always impressed me about you, Liza, is you have always, always asked questions. You know, yeah. and that that's extremely important because there's a lot of people that just come in and they w or go to a doctor and they just want to be fixed. They don't want to understand why and speak on that. Like, why was that important to you? I mean, just knowing like what I need to do to get back from these injuries, because like it like you said, it bleeds into the why. Like if I don't know what I need to be doing, then like I'm not going to be motivated. And so just knowing and having answers behind that, like, motivates me. Mm -hmm. we, we're ultimately responsible for our own healing. You know, Tommy John talks a lot about this. For those of you that don't know, Tommy John and I go way back. And, and I'm talking about Dr. Tommy John, but his dad is Tommy John, the Tommy John surgery. Tommy and I go way back. And this is one of the things that Tommy has talked about, um, you know, throughout the years is like, you know, our bodies can heal. Our bodies know what to do. We have an innate ability to heal. All right. And yeah, sometimes, you know, there's, you know, surgical intervention or medical, whatever, you know, things, sometimes there has to be an intervention, but we have to have the mindset and seek the understanding of how our body works. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you know, understand, you know, every little minute detail about every single tendon and origin and insertion and lig ligament and, and all that, but just a general understanding of what your body needs to heal. Like if you're eating sausage biscuits and, you know, 
just drinking excessively or not drinking water or eating cereal, you know, like don't expect your body to heal. It's just not, you don't have the nutrients and you got to understand your body needs certain things and understanding how the body works. And that's something you always did. You're, you're, uh, you're really big into the nutrition side. Yeah. So definitely, I think through my injuries, like, um, I found my passion for dietetics and that's like what I'm majoring in. And so I think that's another reason of like asking questions. Like I met with some sports dietitians and they just helped me with my nutrition through my injuries and like, um, asking those questions of like what foods are going to help me and like get back on the field faster. Because if I'm fueling my body with like not nutri- nutritious stuff, like I'm not going to get back on that field. So um, through my injury, I think I found my passion for that. So that was one yep. positive thing that came out of everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, do do you feel like what you put in your body made an impact in oh, the healing process? 100%. Like through this last injury, I really dialed in on like my rehab and what I was feeling my body with. And I was able to come back super like smoothly. And like once I was back, like I haven't had an injury since. So definitely. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, third point, you need to commit to doing what you need to do to get better, not what you want to do. And there are, there, that's the rule, but there's clearly exceptions. So, you know, there are scenarios where if you're fresh off, for example, like an ACL surgery, there are parameters, of course, that you got to follow. Yes. But you just, that the doctor lays out, you know, I get it. So, you know, don't, you know, two days after go try to take your brace off and go try to walk down the street. That's not good, but it's, it's doing what is doing what is necessary and doing the extra things, the little things, if you can medically to speed that process up. And I I bring this point up because I I had somebody, for those of you who don't understand what we do at ELP or, you know, you're not a client of ours because we've got a lot of listeners across the country. I always tell people I'm like a Jekyll and Hyde type of guy. Like half the day I'm on the wellness side of stuff. This is where I'm working with like our healthcare providers, our advising PT, some of the orthos we work with, and the neuro stuff that you hear us talk about a lot, okay? So I call it wellness services, you know, where we're trying to help get the nervous system back in a good spot to where it can help the body heal, all that good stuff. And I had somebody a couple days ago literally say, well, I'm just not disciplined enough. I'm just not going to do this. Like, okay, well, we're not the right fit for you. You can't expect to get better if you're not willing to put forth the effort that you need to get better. Um, That's just not how things work. And you were always, I actually, you and I have gotten, you know, into a couple arguments over the years, you know, about you almost took that too far. You were almost overly committed to trying to get better. And I think personally that actually caused some more problems down there because like you would overtrain. Yeah. Yes. That That is definitely how my last injury happened. And like, I know we talked about it. Like sometimes you just have to experience that. Like you can only, people can only tell you like so much, like don't overtrain, don't overdo it. But like you just have to experience it and like learn from that. So. Yeah. yeah. And that commitment to the process of doing what you need to do to get better, it, it, it's the mountaintop view point. So, like, one of the things that Kobe Bryant would always talk about was, like, you know, don't look at the mountaintop because it's, it's too daunting, right? It, it, it's, and a lot of people do that. They're looking for that end result. And that end result, like with the ACL, that could be six to nine months. That's a long time. You have to commit to doing what you got to do. And 
to get better, not look at that mountaintop, but look at each step. Yeah. Each individual step and attack each individual step as perfectly as you can. For me, yeah, for me, I would definitely say like through my injury, I just tried to take it like day by day and just focus on what could I control that day and my mindset in that day and in that moment of doing rehab and stuff like that. Just focus on what can I control today. Day by day, step by step. Winning the day. Yeah. Like winning the day. Literally. That's something Andy Frisella talks a lot about. I've got a picture of that quote on our, you know, yeah. by our front desk. You just win that day. Also, right? like, and then the next day, celebrating the little wins and stuff like that. For example, like I was on crutches this last uh, injury for three months, and the day that I got to finally walk without crutches, like just celebrating that, or like walking up the stairs, like being grateful for everything that you get to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the other, the, the final point I want to touch on is, is understanding that, you know, pain is, is part of the process. And that doesn't mean that you're always pushing through pain. Okay. But it means that with come, you know, the weekend warrior injury or tearing your ACL, that pain is part of the process. And we spoke about this before we jumped on that a lot of times especially as somebody's getting a little older, if they've never experienced something like that, like it, it just, it completely just blows them up. And mentally that fear component just takes over and, and it. That's so hard to overcome. And, you know, I, I'll use, um, you know, an athlete that we worked with who had a, had an ankle sprain and this, this individual never had an injury before, like ever. And I think when the pain and the realization of like, Hey, Holy, holy cow, I, I actually I hurt myself and I'm out. Like that pain just took over. And I can imagine that I've never torn my ACL, knock on wood, but I can imagine that when that happens, you know, yeah. that pain, when it sets in, it just, it shuts you down. Yeah, you definitely get overwhelmed in the moment. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be out for nine months. Like, how am I going to handle this? Like, that's when you really have to control your mind and control your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I feel like this, the emotional side of recovery be, is becoming more and more of an important aspect to it as our generations are changing. So kids aren't doing what they were doing, you know, like when I was growing up or, um, you know, like we, we need to, you know, when I was two or three years old, I wasn't on an iPad. I was eating dirt, you know, like my immune system was learning what to do, you know, I, I was jumping off fences and jumping off forts and like, no, do you want your kid to break your break their leg or whatever? No, of course not. But understanding that like kind of as a parent or whatever, like that's part of the process. Like we owe our bodies only get stronger if they are if they experience stress. Like it's not opinion. That's science. We, we have to experience some type of stress to adapt and grow from that. And I think what I feel like what we see is a lot of kids live in a bubble growing up they've never experienced pain they've never experienced it because we live in this protection type of world and when it actually does happen when they get older it's the end of the world for them yeah I mean I definitely think my as much as injuries suck in the moment I wouldn't change any of them because I've learned so much for from them and like it's just taught me hard work and dedication and discipline and those are all skills that are going to carry over in the future of like work and stuff like that so I wouldn't change yeah. it. Absolutely. I agree. And I think, um, you know, to kind of wrap this, you know, Saturday sermon up, we try to keep these episodes fairly short, you know, is um, 
understanding the mental side of, of recovery and how important that is for the healing process, no matter how, um, no matter who you are or what your goal is, taking some of this information we took and, and applying that into your recovery. Some other good resources out there as well. If you've never read the book Relentless by Tim Grover, um, it's one of my favorite books of all time. Um, Liza, mm-hmm. did you ever yeah, have I you did. read that I one? Yeah, I did read that, yes. Yeah, and, and a lot of this theory comes from Tim Grover, and it comes from Kobe Bryant. Like, it comes from just that kill, kill, kill mentality, like that I'm going to win no matter what, period. Like, yeah. I'm going to overcome this. Because if that doubt creeps in your mind whatsoever, you've already lost the game. Another good book is uh, How Bad Do You Want It by Matt Fitzgerald. That one's one of my favorite, I think, about mentality. Cool. I have not read that it's one. It's really good. Okay. That's a great recommendation. So, all right, as we wrap this up, for an athlete coming up, yes, follow the information we talked about. But if you could give them one piece of advice on all this, what would you say? Um, I would say be grateful for every opportunity that you have to step on that field because um, I think you play better when you play with gratitude, and I don't think people ever talk about that. Awesome. That is great advice. So, guys, this is, uh, this is Friday Fact Fire or Saturday Sermon. Um, Liza, thank you for jumping on on such short notice. Uh, I greatly appreciate yeah. it. We're looking forward to seeing you here this summer. Um, Liza, for anybody that wants to follow you, learn a little bit more about you, where can they find you? So my Instagram is at Elizabeth Slavinsky. And then I also have a second Instagram that I post like some workouts and uh, nutrition, which is called Live in Lab with Slav. <laughs> it's awesome stuff. So, so for yeah. those of you who don't know, Liza is a she's a beast, and she uh, runs a lot of our like college pro like finisher stuff. Like she can do core <laughs> stuff that I can't do, um, and so yeah, it's awesome. So looking forward to having you back this summer, yeah, Liza. I'm excited. Um, we appreciate you, Liza. Thanks for everything that you've done. Thanks for coming on, guys. We love you. Appreciate you. Share the show. Thank you.